This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. I am with Zachary Ray. We're going to have a great show in just a minute, so I just want to welcome you guys, and we're going to talk about him as a singer-songwriter. We're going to talk about how he's lived in India a bunch of time out of the last 12 years, right? Like nine. We'll talk about that, yeah, right? Yeah. And we'll talk about uh, the new album that you're working on in Nashville. Yeah. And uh, man, we're just going to talk about all sorts of things. So Facebook Live, uh, stay with me. I think I put on there um, ZacharyRay.co is his website. We don't have music that we're sharing today, but he's got some songs, uh, some great songs, some very touching songs as well. I'm sure we'll talk about some of those and the new project. So, uh, man, how are you doing today? I'm, first of all, I'm doing great. It's, yeah, are you it's, lying? Are you, are you lying to <laughs> no, us? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, doing really great. This is the first time I'm, I'm actually in San Antonio. So it's, yeah. It's, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, so are you guys going to get to see anything in San Antonio? We, probably today, yeah. Okay. We, yeah, my wife's here with me in San Antonio and our two boys, so we're going to, yeah, we'll do a little bit of sightseeing. Who's the here. game planner? Like, is it you or your wife, Amanda, or um, what do so we have? So I, I throw out all these ideas and she kind of brings them all <laughs> all together. <laughs> okay. where it's like... So you did you throw out a bunch of ideas? I did. Well, I do I do want to see the, the Alamo. Yes. And so yeah. then yesterday on the drive down um, – I was driving and she wanted to remember a lot of the history. So she was reading it because I was like, I want to go see it. But I also want to know like a little bit more of, of yeah. why we're going to go see it. So we'll see that. Um, we're probably going to try to do something for the boys too that it's a little bit more exciting. Than so what do you what do you have for the boys? Well, like, what's going to work for them? She's looked at like the zoo. Or, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 Things like that that would um, do. So. Did you throw out that idea or did I, she come so up with that? Usually like we'll look at like you Google like things to do for kids. Oh, that's just And smart. there's like a bunch of – yeah, there's a bunch of that's things just that smart. you can – Yeah. Okay. Can do. All right. So the Alamo, anything else on your list? Of... Not – I mean we, we saw we saw Friends last night. Yeah. So that was – that's always good yeah. to see Friends. Nelda and Carl. Yes. This yes. show today brought yeah. to you by Nelda. <laughs> yeah. Dot TV, Nelda U. Thank you, Nelda. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, thank you, Nelda, so much for uh, setting us up with Zachary Ray to hear about what God has been doing in your life yes. and with your music. So, man, I want to know um, I want to know how you wind up in India. Yeah. Uh, so 2011, I, before 2011, I was taking quite a few trips, short-term trips. Um, to India? To India, yeah. And okay. so – that was basically with my my father pastors a church just outside of the Boston area, and so okay. um, he has quite a number of families from India that attend his church. And How so cool! Through that, um, started taking short term trips, and then I just had an opportunity to um, work with an organization, um, Bombay Teen Challenge, that basically started a music therapy program. Oh, yeah. um, and so I graduated um, studying music, and when you graduate with a music degree, you get you kind of when you get to the end, you're like, all right, what, what now? Okay. All right. I yeah. want to, I want to go ahead. All right. I want to hear that, but I want to pause first yeah. because, uh, I see that you're very humble because I don't know a lot about music, but I do know there are some prestigious schools for music <laughs> and I believe you went to one Yeah, and a lot of people would have dropped that in there. Uh, Zachary, where'd you go to? So I, you get- I, I, I got 
the incredible privilege of studying at Berkeley College of Music. Yes, um, yeah. And that was an incredible experience. And it's something that it keeps on giving back. How so? Just through relationships and friends okay. and networking. It's it's. I think when I was there, there was over 60 countries that were represented at the school. Wow. Um, and so even just my time in India, I had friends that I studied with that you know, we're from America, but started teaching in Thailand or India. And, wow. And so it's just, yeah, it's kind of a really cool thing to um, still see the network of that school and yeah. that, um, just the opportunity that you have there. But it was an incredible experience. I loved being there. Um, Is it very stressful? Yes, because you go from, you know, I went from like singing in church, church choirs, yeah. children's choirs, school, went to a small Small school, and then you get dropped into this like what felt like a huge bucket of talent that was like yeah. not just not just like good, but like everybody was great, and so it, it yeah it's definitely stressful, it's definitely challenging, but it's also extremely humbling. When you go no in doubt, there. yeah, no doubt, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I really enjoyed. I always I always say I wish I wish I could redo it while I'm older. All right, because I was I think I was 17 when I went there. And so. Yeah. You know, 17. But, yeah. Wow. So what would you do different? Like, what would it be? Um, I, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. What? Yeah. I mean, I probably would have studied a lot more and just right. kind of really took in all those classes. And even just the experience of having certain professors was just an, an incredible thing. And so, um, yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like the older you get, the more you appreciate things. Yeah, and so, right. yeah. But I, it was still an incredible experience and just being able to still see, um, just the relationships and the networking that still happens. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot and then we're going to come back to the thing that you were going okay. with, which is what am I going to do next yeah. after graduating? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you have a humble heart. I want to say at Berkeley, uh, what did you kind of discover? Like, yeah, because I, I get like you could be around so much talent that it could be kind of overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, that person's so good at that. So good at that. But what did you feel like? You know what? This, these are some of my strengths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely, I, I like I went in studying music business and vocal performance. Okay, um, and so I, I think at that time I studying there, I really, um, really discovered my voice in a deeper way. As far as um, I like, hey, <laughs> I sound good when I sing. Like type of type of thing yeah. where it's like you, and I think you always doubt that as a musician where it's like, all right, I'm. I'm writing songs, but am I really a songwriter? I'm a singer, but am I really great? And then, you know, through professors or singing with other groups and ensembles, you you really start enjoying that and saying, "Hey, I'm I actually enjoy this, and I I feel like I'm pretty good at it." So, yeah, so yeah. you you do gain encouragement through that, and you do gain, um, not just I mean, not like you get puffed up, but you just right. you get you get kind of encouraged and saying in your craft, in your right. gifting, and in like you know the things that you're studying. right. Because I feel like a school like that could just <clears throat> kind of destroy people, not on purpose. It, yeah, but, yeah, but by accident, yeah, just by, because of that, and your <laughs> own insecurities, just of yeah, you know that comparison game that we still play today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and that you could definitely see that in, in yeah. you know as you're studying. But yeah, so thankfully it didn't destroy me. It just it, it built you. Yeah, up. it built me up. Yeah, that's yeah, so phenomenal. It it that's did. great. All right, so you come to the end of uh, you know you're graduating and you're like, what do I do? Yeah, and so I had the opportunity to um, travel to India and yeah. to work with um, uh, an organization that um, works um, 
in India with with children, kind of helping them from difficult backgrounds. Yeah. But they started to um, a music therapy program. Wow. And so that um, at that point, I really felt like you know the Lord has asked me to kind of to go, <laughs> and so yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, and through that, it just you know started songwriting classes, starting teaching choral classes, um, and then through that just kind of being there, it felt like the Lord was just asking me to stay put and keep my feet planted yeah. um, there. And so previously it was kind of back and forth doing these short-term right. trips, but through those short-term trips, I just um, felt like the Lord was asking me to stay put. And I did. And um, 10 years later, <laughs> ten we're still, years, yeah, we're still, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. <clears throat> Talk to us about uh, some of that music uh, therapy. What is that? Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like I've been having just really great conversations about like um, I feel like in the U.S. now therapy and counseling it's it's actually encouraged in yeah. people and and I mean, a few years ago it probably wasn't or even just you know ten twenty years ago it's probably not looked at as something that was good or it looked if someone was going you thought like oh something must be wrong with it right but now I think we've come to a point where it's um, it's a really healthy thing and it's right. a good thing for people to do right. Um, in uh in india that's that's you're still in that area where it's it's um it's not looked at as as something healthy okay and there's so, a little bit more of a stigma yeah still attached. yeah and there's okay. um and so using music in the arts it kind of softens that a little bit where you can you know maybe not call it therapy but it's just music and arts and healing or or yeah. classes and so just a simple class of just writing a song whether wow. it's something that you've experienced or something that um good or bad something that you walk through and the simple thing of just writing out lyrics to a song coming up with a melody it actually like you see people um instead hmm. of just talking it out it's a lot easier for people to kind of write out those things or you know we had friends that were doing art with it where they were painting yeah. a picture or drawing a picture um and so m- m- my you know, love is music. And so yeah. it's it's an incredible thing to see how God uses music to heal people, um, whether it's just writing out lyrics or, um, you know, coming up with a melody or writing yeah. a song. And so um, basically just taught music classes, um, yeah. taught singing classes, choral classes, um, songwriting classes, and then took it a little further if people wanted to, you know, study music theory and okay. different things like that. But yeah, so that was a little bit of what um, I did at the very early stages of of working okay. working in India. Okay, are you still still doing that now? Or? Um, so <clears throat> yeah, in in a way, and okay. so yeah, we've gotten some pretty cool opportunities to work with okay. um, you know up and coming musicians in India, and whether it's I'm teaching a a vocal class or um, teaching a, a a choir and working on a project with them, and so. Um, it may not be a specific like music therapy yeah. program, but you do see a lot. You see it. Yeah, yeah. You see it. Yeah, and yeah. so you see, you know, I have students that could come in and, um, you know, as soon as they walk through the door, you notice like, okay, something's off. Or if there's a song they're singing, you kind of you kind of ask, okay, well, why did you choose this song? And that just opens the door for really cool conversations yeah. for you to have with with people. You must have quite a gift of just observation of reading people just to notice those things. I yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you, I feel like yeah, yeah. But it's just I think it comes from being around people a lot. Okay, um, and so. Um, 
and just through classes, through teaching classes, um, we do get to travel quite a bit too. And so um, you, I guess you start reading people. But yeah. even, I mean, I feel like it, 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 like with music, it's a really vulnerable thing sometimes. Sure. And so like when you're singing in front of a, a group of people or you're singing even just in front of a teacher one-on-one, you are kind of putting yourself out there of, um, you know, it's just a vulnerable thing. And yeah. So you do kind of pick up on pick up on things. Okay. Um, but it's it's always cool to to ask. Um, okay, why did you choose this song? Yeah. Or while they're singing, you start seeing kind of emotions come up where you can just have quick conversations of just like, all right, hey, what's going on? Or like, yeah. and so it's yeah. I think it's it's an the gift of music is an incredible thing to yeah. be able to kind of pull things from people. And yeah. Kind of have can you give me without making up? personal for someone else. Can you give me an example where, you know, just a kind of a picture of what a conversation might look like with that? Yeah. I I mean, I can remember one um, specific thing. There was a, one of my students had walked in um, and she just after, after you're, after you're teaching a while with someone, you start to, you know, pick up on things and you, you notice, and this, this girl used to be pretty, pretty bubbly, pretty bright. And then she walked in and all of a sudden it was like, um, it wasn't bubbly. It wasn't yeah, bright, and yeah. so I knew immediately like something something was off. And so we sang through. And normally she could great voice, but yeah. today, like the day that we that day wasn't great. Yeah. And so just took a moment to pause, ask her what's happening. Come to find out, her grandfather passed away. Mm. You know that week, and so um, basically was able to have conversations of you know, kind of encouraging, but also experiences of things that I've walked through or my family has walked through where um, difficult circumstances where you're able to say, okay, well, this is where I pull my hope from, or this is where I get encouragement. This is where I find joy or choose joy in the midst of pain and heartache. And so it was able to have a pretty cool conversation with her. That's um, a really cool conversation. So um, that's a really cool way just to talk about uh, the impact yeah, and, and where you get your hope from. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a cool thing to, to experience that and to, to have opportunities with that. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about healing uh, through music and songwriting in your own, in your own life. Yeah, and so um, a lot of, um, a lot of the recent songs that I have written basically came from a time um, in in my life and in my wife's life, that was pretty hard, pretty yeah. hard stuff to walk through. Yeah. Um, and so, 2016, and I and and this is something that we're, you know I'm used to sharing with just because I've we've been able to see the redemption in it and God's yeah. you know God's um, what He's been able to use it through this through our story. And so a lot of the songs that we that that I've written that are on you know that you can listen to came from this experience. So 2016, um, my wife is, we were expecting our first baby. Um, and in the last trimester we were, we were in India, um, and we had great doctors, great. Um, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have stayed if we didn't, if we didn't have that. Um, so within the third trimester, my wife became pretty ill. And so we checked Mm. her into the hospital and probably on the third day, where everything was stable, we're getting ready to head back to to our house. Um, they did one more um, just monitor for the the baby, and there's there's no heartbeat for wow. the baby. And so um, Chloe, 
West Ray, we have I have a song that's called Chloe's yes, song. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's and, beautiful. Chloe's song. Yeah. yeah. So we um, ended up um, uh, Amanda had to, to deliver Chloe with no heartbeat. We had a memorial for her. We um, buried her there. We were connected to a wonderful family, wonderful church family that really took care of us during that yeah. time. Um, but that was, I think that up until then, I lived a pretty, you know, like nothing major had yeah. happened. Maybe, yeah. you know, I had a grandparent that passed away or, sure. um, but up until then, nothing as big or as painful as that had, yeah. had happened. Um, and so it really felt like a season of pretty much being abandoned, um, yeah. abandoned by God, abandoned yeah. by, you know, we, we didn't have any immediate family that, that was with us. And, um, my wife's uh, mom was able to fly in for the, for the memorial and for the burial. And so that was a season that I really had to lean into Jesus Yeah, because <laughs> it was, yeah. you had, you had people that were offering, you know, their own words of comfort. Oh gosh. Their, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Just it's, put on the yeah the headphones. The typical and, uh-huh, typical. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm praying for you. Where it's like, I didn't even want to hear that. Yeah, at that time sure. where it was like it was. And talk, talk to me about that, just because somebody might be listening that is going through a hard time, and they're feeling like people are saying, "I'm praying for you," and they're feeling the same thing, but they don't feel like they can express it. Yeah, you know that I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I I mean I think I think even if you I mean I grew up I grew up in in church grew up right. Uh, and so I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of things that we say as believers, but we never really mean it. So when we're saying I'm going to pray for you, and then you forget, oh yeah, the day. And so I, all of those things were, you know, coming, coming to, and um, I, it, it, a lot of those certain things that we're that we're just used to saying, or we'll just, we'll just say really quickly. Right. I just, I just did not want to hear it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that that we really had to do is really lean into Jesus yeah. and just really trust what he was going to do through that. And that that was the, also the really hard thing because you grew up hearing, you know, you know, God has a plan through this oh, and man. his plan is love. And at Were that you hearing time, those things oh, from oh, yeah, people? Yeah. And it, well, you it, know, God has a plan. Yeah. And there was that, there was that. Um, Gosh, we are so insensitive people. <laughs> I think 2016 was when mm. that song "Good Good Father" had come out, oh. and I, oh, no. whenever at church, like there was a few times I just wanted to walk out because at that it, during that yeah. season, yeah, didn't believe he was good, Mm-mm. didn't you know, and that it just really, sh- you know, losing Chloe really shook uh-huh. a lot, a lot of stuff, in right? Me. Um, and so the only thing that I think that kept us is. Both Amanda and I, we leaned to each other. And yeah. We leaned, we leaned into Jesus, and and it certain things that God allows us to walk through. It's really hard to associate with love and God's love. Yeah. Um. Until, you know, a few years after. Um. Yeah. And I think within those years of when you walk through something that's so traumatic or so, um, hard. I think the th- the thing that you really have to remember is. Okay, that's what I'm hearing. There is a plan through this, and there, you know, God has a plan, and, and He does love us. You kind of tune that out a little bit, and really just kind of just focus on Jesus, and really lean into Him, and like keep on going. Yeah. And then after a few years, you do see God's plan 
yeah. in in it. Okay. And even now, I think, I mean, even n- now, like I still have a hard time associating what happened with God's love. Sure. But I've seen the aftermath of what has happened and okay. what has um, the doors that God has opened for our family. Um, and the relationships that God has opened for for our family after that we've walked through that, and I think um, you know it's, I think it, I always feel like grief, like it's yeah. it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing, right? <laughs> like it's like right. it's something that, um, you know it, it really stinks at the at the very at the beginning, and and for like that year or two years, yeah. it was just. You know, it just was really hard. And that, like, the initial stuff really kind of, that sting really kind of dulls after a while. But it comes in waves as far as, like, um, you know, every October 1st, that's when Chloe was born. Mm. We, it's, every memory comes flooding back where it's, like, it's almost like this wave thing. And so, I mean, other people might think differently, but I don't know if, like, we're we actually like overcome grief. It just becomes a part of our story Wow. Um, that often, you know, makes us stronger, but it just becomes a part of our story where it, it, I don't know if like, yeah, yeah. if we're supposed to overcome it or it just becomes, yeah. you know, we're a new person because we previously, we haven't walked through trauma or we haven't walked through this. So we walk out of that trauma as a new person yeah. experiencing th- these things. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's something I, I don't know if we're supposed to overcome grief, yeah. but it becomes a part of our story uh, that yeah. that God's able to use. And we, you know, if if we lean into Jesus in those moments, we yeah. come out stronger, <laughs> and we're able to share um, the things that we walk through with with different people. All right, I want to ask <laughs> you about leaning into Jesus during mm-hmm. that time because not everybody can. Yeah, and some yeah. people just are numb to God, and yep. they they just can't. Yeah. And eventually, you know, they come around or, or God is just so patient and loving that right. I'm sure everybody's grief looks a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to ask real quickly, just during that time when you were hearing the platitudes and the cliches and the coffee mug Christianity <laughs> and was not helping, yeah. was there anything that somebody did, maybe they didn't say anything, but did bring comfort? It It was our friends that would come just to sit with us. Okay. And that was that was wow, that was probably the most effective thing. Yeah, where they didn't come to speak right. or to offer, mm. they just came to sit. And I think there's um, something something powerful that can happen when you can sit mm-hmm. with someone in the uncomfortableness, right. in the in <clears throat> the in the pain, and you just you're just there, right? Um, and so that allowed us to kind of. For me and Amanda, for when we had friends that came and sat with us, for us to talk when we wanted to yeah. and not when we had to or when we were oh, being asked a question. Oh, that's good. Um, and so that, I think, um, our friends that came just to sit. Yeah. That was the most So some thing. of your friends were wise enough to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, we'll just come over. We're coming over. We're just going to sit with you and could literally like sit with you right. and not feel like the awkwardness. They have to say something yeah. that is supposed yeah. to bring you yeah. hope or comfort. And, and, and this was something that, I mean, it was even just <laughs> a learning or growing thing. 
of learning grace. See, that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people are there for you. Right. And you're the one who – I mean they're supposed to exercise love. Yes. And you're like, I need to be patient. I need yes. to hold my tongue. I need – Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Right. Like you're already going through something hard. Right, right. And so <clears> when <throat> we didn't have to <laughs> exercise yes. grace, yes. that was the easiest. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so we had – feels so good. Yeah. And I mean I get it because it's, it's – I mean we had people who've never even walked through that like friends. Right. And so they didn't know how to right. respond or experience, but it was the people. It was our friends that came just to sit with yeah. us, or yeah. that came just, you know, brought food and just sat. Or yeah. that's it. Yeah, that was the thing. Um, I think the other thing that I did um, was, you know, because at, at the initial, like, you're just so angry. You're angry at God. Yep. You're angry at, you know, should should we have stayed here? Should we have went back? And so all these things coming at you and so um i just like for me m- music is, is like it's yeah. a part so i just put on music throughout the day yeah um and just slowly listen to that whether it was you know sometimes it wasn't worship, worship of course music. Not. it was just anything that yeah. i could just kind of just listen to and kind of drown out um i know amanda she she draws and she does a lot of calligraphy okay. so she just journaled journaled a ton yeah that is zachary ray I want to encourage you. Good news today. We are going to air part two. You are not going to miss out. We're going to plan for it to be on next week, but if it's not next week, it'll be very soon. And so I remind you of what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.